What's up, guys? You're listening to Confessions of a Gym Rat, getting you through the 9 to 5 as healthily and happily as possible. And I'm in Miami, bitch. Um, Thank you. I just had to say that. I'm actually not in Miami while I'm recording this, but by the time that you're listening to it, I'll be in sunny, sunny Florida. Um, It's been pretty dreary here in New Jersey this week just because we kind of got the aftermath of Mr. Hurricane Ian. But the sun's been out yesterday and today. Uh, Vibes are high. I should pack probably because I'm leaving in two days. But I'm very excited to have a few days to myself. I'm going to go visit the Upper Gear office too. So I'm very psyched about that. And then my plans are to do absolutely nothing except for read, tan, and work out. That is my ideal day, so I'm very excited to be in Miami. But what a week it has been. I'm also very excited to take some PTO, uh, just because you ever feel like life's kind of kicking you in the ass in all aspects? I'm I'm still smiling, but I think that... I've been so overtired that I've just given off nothing but crackhead energy for the past week and a half. I am on my last leg of life and I desperately need (laughs) to shut up for three days, not use my voice and recharge my brain juices because I don't have very many left. I think I mentioned this like last week, but my favorite part of the day besides when I get to work out, obviously, is when everything is all done for the day. My bags are packed for the next day. My room is straightened up. I am well fed and I can sit down in my bed and watch TV. And unfortunately, I did not have too much time to do that this week. I go into the office three days a week, so it's kind of like get home, shower, change. Okay, I have one episode, or God, time for one episode and then I'm back to sleep. But I have started, in addition to Grey's Anatomy, which I'm still watching, I have started Succession. I've heard amazing things about it. It won an Emmy, because I think that Emmys are... Oscars are movies. Emmy is movie and TV, right? Sure, we'll go with that. But I believe it won an Emmy for best TV drama. And I've just heard such great things about it. So I'm about five episodes deep. Things are starting to pick up. It was a little bit of a slow start. Um, But I have to say I'm a big fan of Cousin Greg. If you watch that show, he cracks me the hell up. Like... And I think he, he just floats through life as I do. That guy's the biggest meep to ever exist. I was watching the episode, and this is not spoiling anything if you haven't watched it, but I was watching the episode the other day where he's taking the, like, free snacks at work um, back to his hotel because he's had, like, no food, and he's taking it in a dog bag. And uh, Tom's like, that's fucking disgusting, man. And he's like, well, it's, it's, they don't like pre-poop the bags, you know? And that just, the way he, I did a, that was a really bad um, impression of Cousin Greg. But if you know the show, you know his voice and the way that he speaks. And it's just fucking hysterical. So 
that's that's been this week's adventure starting succession I also decided that at 23 and a half years of life it was time for me to watch the Harry Potter movies yes so let me explain myself I was always an advanced reader I would say not to toot my own horn but I just like in elementary school I couldn't get behind anything that wasn't like realistic fiction. Like I wanted to read about girls my own age and and stuff like that. So I read the first Harry Potter book and it was, eh. It went a little bit over my head with the whole like spells and wands and animals and all that stuff in Quidditch. So I read the first book, tried to read the second. Wasn't, wasn't really my thing. I watched the first movie, but I just, at a young age, like I, like I said, I really didn't care for anything that wasn't like realistic fiction book or your typical like kid movie or Nicholas Sparks movie, you know? So I don't know what you would call those. Like, I don't know. I was into the rom-coms and all that. So I just never went back because as I progressed to now middle school, I wasn't, I was a am, I will say am, a diehard Twilight fan. So I know a lot of people did both, but a lot of people were one or the other, and I was a Twilight girl. So that consumed my whole entire middle school and a great chunk of high school as well, where I just kind of read those books on repeat and then watched all five movies on repeat, and there just wasn't space for Harry Potter in my life. Sorry. And at that point, it was so far gone that I was like, I can't catch up. I probably will go my whole life without reading the books. Um, just because, again, like it's not my style of reading. But I did stumble across the movies on Peacock. They have uh, Peacock has the whole collection. And I said to myself, you know what? Everyone talks about Harry Potter. There's all these Harry Potter references or costumes and accessories and I don't get shit like what does nine and three quarters mean really so I sat down I watched the whole entire first movie and it was good I liked it I I would say that Twilight definitely still takes number one above Harry Potter in my heart please don't come at me for that thank you it's my personal opinion but I did appreciate the movie I did like the movie small Ron Weasley is so cute and I don't think anybody probably agrees with me on that but just he was such a cute little nugget child they all were Harry Ron and Hermione they were all very cute children but something about Ron just makes me want to squish his little face uh but yeah so that's my journey with Harry Potter I'm halfway through the second movie I tend to watch movies more on the weekend and during the day, I like I said, I don't have much time, so I just get an episode of TV in. So that's that's how we're doing there. I know, like I told you guys, I'm late to every single game. Harry Potter came out so many years ago. I, I don't even know. But now I'm going to be talking about it and everyone's like, yeah, dude, we experienced this when we were 10 years old. Sorry, you're going to have to listen to me talk about it again now. That just kind of reminded me, though, when I was 
in, I must have been in element, I think it was in elementary school or early middle school, I don't know, maybe middle school. I used to get these books from the library. I think it was like the school library. I don't, I don't remember. Um, but it was about these British girls. They were British Indian girls. I remember because it talked a lot about like the Indian culture in their houses and stuff. And it followed like there was like one main character in their family and it was a series of books for young adults. And I can't remember their names, like the names of the books for the life of me. I can tell you that they all had white covers. They, they were white covers with some like minimalist design on it. But I tried Googling like British young adult book about or like British Indian young adult book or young adult young adult books about Indian girls living in England, like just trying to be as specific as I could. And I can't remember it for shit, but I do remember that I used to love those books. I read them so many times, but clearly not enough that I can remember. I read those and this was definitely in elementary school. There was one book called Year of the Dog. And then there was a sequel. I think it was like Year of the Rat or something gross. But it was a red hardcover book. And I've always been such a sucker for hardcover books in the library that had that plastic that crinkles when you open it. Not to get super nerdy, but I just loved the feel of that. And being half Chinese, I was like, oh, I should probably read this. And it was about like a Chinese-American family. Um, or maybe it was Year of the Dragon. One of them was definitely Year of the Dog. Maybe the other one was Year of the Dragon because rat sounds so wrong. But those are two books that I also really, really liked. So let me see if I can look it up who the author was really quick. Year of the Dog book. Oh, it comes up before I even... Yes, Year of the Dog book by Grace Lynn. You can literally get it for $3.99. Oh my God, so cute. I got it with the red cover. But yeah, it was about a little, let's see if I can find the definition because I'm not finding the other one that I was talking about. This funny and profound debut novel by prolific illustrator Lynn tells the story of young Pacey who, as she celebrates Chinese New Year with her family, discovers this is the year she's supposed to find herself. Okay, cute, very cute. I guess there were illustrations. I don't really remember, but as a young Chinese-American girl, I used to love those books so much. But you didn't come here to talk to learn about my uh, childhood book experience. I do want to bring up fantasy football again. Um, I hyped it up a lot last week saying that this was the like the week of all weeks because I was going up against my friend Chris and I really wanted to pull out a win so of course I didn't yeah a lot of my players were injured I was at the Yankees game Sunday because we we didn't have anyone playing on Monday so I'm at the Yankees game Sunday I'm like in my little baseball bubble freezing my tailbone off and I get a text my friend saying, hey, Giants won at the end of the game. I'm like, oh, sick. And then I immediately get a text from Chris that said I won or something like it was, it was something in like a sarcastic like 
or it was like nice game, something like that, um, or victory is mine, something cheesy and stuff. And I was like, God fucking damn it. This was the one week I wanted to win. And then I get into the office on Tuesday, and one of my coworkers is like, ah, so you pull out a win again this week? I'm like, no. And then he looked it up, and I, because I didn't even want to look. I dropped from second to fifth place. But we're still early on in the season. It's the first week of October, and I have faith in my brother that he will make good decisions on my behalf for the rest of the season. But... That's that's enough chitter-chatter for this intro. I want to get into uh, a weekly recap just because I do have some funny stories for you guys. Um, and then this episode, I'm going to kind of walk you through my traveling for work routine and how I maintain healthy habits while traveling for work. And then we're wrapping it up with a great interview with my longtime friend, Jonathan Lewis but I call him J. Lou because Jonathan is way too formal. But without further ado, let's get into this week's episode, starting with a recap of my week. All right, let's kick it off with a recap of my week, starting with the lows as per usual, and then getting into the highs. I hope this one makes you laugh, number one. Happened during the workday this week. I go to my desk, I'm in my cubicle, office is fairly empty, and my pants are just feeling a little tight. They are feeling like standing pants, and I am sitting. So I said to myself, I took a little look around, took a little, a little scoped out the scene. There's only like one person around, so I said, you know what? I'm wearing a cardigan. Well, I'm just... I'm just gonna unbutton them and I'll pull my cardigan on. No one will know. I just gotta breathe a little. I unbutton my pants. I go about my work. La la la. Type, type, type. I get a phone call. I gotta take the phone call into a meeting room because I do. We don't need to get into why. And so I'm in a hurry. I scurry on up from my chair. I walk past a few people, go into this room, have my conversation blah, 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 yip, 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 hang up the phone, go back to my desk. And it's not until I sit down at my desk that I realize I never did button my pants again. And I walked in, I walked past uh, very important people, I will say, with my pants unbuttoned. Um, I'm just going to hope that they were, <laughs> the problem is that like, I was wearing, like, a nice pair of pants. It's not, like, your typical jeans. So if anyone were to be looking at my outfit, I think they would be looking at my pants, which is really unfortunate. So pants stayed buttoned for the rest of the day. Lesson learned. Don't unbutton your pants at work unless you're wearing a sweater or something long over it. You probably should not unbutton your pants at all. I feel like I could get in trouble for saying that but sometimes a girl's abdomen just needs to breathe, you know? So, yeah, fake it, uh, like, I, like I say, like I live and breathe, by fake it until you make it. If anybody asks, my pants were never unbuttoned. They have been buttoned the whole time, and you saw absolutely nothing. So, yeah, that's low light number one. Low light 
Number two, um, let's see here. Low light number two is like a low and a highlight. So I'll get to the highlight part of it during that section. But I did go to the Yankees game on Sunday. Um, but the low part of it was the fact that it was absolutely frigid inside that stadium. It was fine walking through like New York and we went to a bar beforehand. But because of the shape of the baseball stadium, of Yankee Stadium, it like it creates like a wind tunnel and I was just absolutely frigid. Still still enjoyed my time completely and I'll get to that in the highlight, but I think you guys know by now I am not an advocate for the cold. And even a hot chocolate did not do me justice. So that's that's low light number two. And we're and that's gonna roll right into low light number three. This one's a little bit personal, but I want to be transparent with you guys. That night, later that night, I thought I was experiencing hangover. And I I got a little down on myself because I had had a few drinks at like the noon hour. And I was sipping on something for like a little bit during the game. But it had been a while by the time that I was home in my bed that I my lips had touched alcohol to be dramatic. So I'm sitting there and like my head starts pounding. And I'm like chilly and I'm like, oh my God, please don't tell me I'm getting a hangover right now. There's absolutely no reason to be getting a hangover right now. I'm sitting there and it's getting worse. Take some Motrin. And now I'm I'm burning up. I'm burning up. I'm texting my friend. I'm like, damn, I don't know why this hangover is like killing me right now. I shouldn't even have one. I am, I cannot hang. Me, cannot hang. And then as I'm texting her, my hands are shaking and my whole body starts shaking and I can't break this sweat. I asked my mom to take my temperature. She's like, you're being dramatic. You were just outside in the cold and you need to take care of yourself. And I'm like, you're not helping. I don't feel good. Blah, blah, blah. And then I finally got that scrambling feeling in my chest and I said to myself, oh, this isn't a hangover. You're just having a panic attack for no reason as usual, as per usual. So, yeah, I do have medication that I take when I do get panic attacks. So I just kind of popped one of those and fell asleep for a nice, like, eight hours. But the thing about my panic attacks, which I think a lot of people can probably relate to, is that they often happen out of nowhere for no reason. Like, I just got home from a Yankees game. I was with my friends that I haven't seen in like a really long time. Had a great day, had a great weekend. There's no reason for me to be feeling like anxious or or panicky, but my body just does what it does. Um, And I really didn't feel well. And it's a scary feeling when you're shaking and sweating and you don't know what's going on. So we took care of that, but definitely a low light. I really, really don't like having panic attacks because then I'm like, Why am I panicking? Which makes me panic more. And I can't stop it, which makes me panic more. And it just, it's a revolving cycle until I fall asleep. But that's, that's it for my lowlights. Like, yeah, I don't want to, I feel like saying my lowlights every week, I kind of sound like a complainer, but I really just live to tell the stories. You know, I, I go about my life. I, I live a good life. I'll say it. I'm happy with my life. But sometimes unfortunate things do happen, and I do enjoy storytelling. 
So it's more for more for the story purpose than a woe is me purpose. You know, I just want to make that clear so I don't sound like a Debbie Downer. I just hope the stories, like I hope my pants story made you guys laugh a little bit and like gave you a, a, a warning for the future. You know, learn the lesson through me. Anyway, let's move on into the highlights. My number one highlight was definitely going to the Yankees game and seeing my dear, dear friend for the long first time in a long time. Uh, I, For those of you that don't know, I went to Rutgers, which is a huge state school here in Jersey. And luckily, all my friends are within driving distance because Rutgers is, or Rutgers, New Jersey is such a small state. It's just unfortunate that none of them are in my part of the state, so like I do have to drive to go see them. And the summer's a really busy time, so I had not gotten to see my friend Mary in a really, really long time, and I was, I was going through withdrawals. I was missing her. But we got to go to the Yankees game together. It was such a great time. She cracks me up. Some good laughs were had. Some good pictures were taken. Froze my ass off, like I said, and Judge didn't hit a home run for me that day. But it's, I wouldn't trade the moments for anything. It's, it's such a good memory that the two of us will have for a very long time. And the others that were there with us, you know. My second highlight for this week goes to a package that I was not expecting to get in the mail, which is always the best type. Always the best type of packages, getting a nice little surprise. So ESW Beauty had sent me, was so kind enough to send me their plant-based milk mask set. So I've used their Juice, uh, Juice, hello? Hello, Juice, thank you. Their Juice face masks before. Um, and I love them. They're great. They're the sheet masks, so I look funny, too. <laughs> but all their stuff um, is really great, and they're big on sustainability as a company. So I'm all for them. And then I got a random package last Saturday that I was not expecting, and they had sent me their plant-based milk mask set. So I have not tried them yet because I literally have not had time to breathe this week. But this is going to be what I do tonight. This is going to be my self-care act of the day. So it looks like there's four different masks. Blueberry coconut milk, vanilla oat milk, matcha almond milk, and avocado banana milk. It says, looking for milky glass skin? Explore our plant-based milk-inspired sheet masks. This set features our comp compostable masks. Awesome which promote firming and nourishing benefits as well as hydrated, provide a hydrated and radiant complexion. Give your skin premium experience with our facial treatments, rich serum and silky texture. So I'm hearing a lot of words that I like. And then of course, clean ingredients, vegan formulation, 100% cruelty-free, recyclable pouch. Um, it's really cool. So yeah, not only are their products cool, love their packaging. It's really um, sleek, I would say, and big fan for using sustainable products when I can. So these masks are compostable. So maybe I'll give them to my dad after. He's always using his coffee for compost and whatnot. But yeah, unexpected packages are always the best. So 
I'm locking that in as highlight number two. Okay, I've decided that my last highlight goes to the dinner that I made this week because I love food. And I know I'm a little late to the game as I am with most things, but I discovered chicken sausage this week. And by discovered, I mean I knew it existed. I'm not stupid, but I've never tried it. The idea of sausage just like kind of freaks me out, but I do like it. Like my mom makes a phenomenal sausage and peppers out of this world. But sausage, hot dogs, like those things just kind of freak me out. At least with chicken sausage, I know that it's chicken. So I found the Premio brand chicken sausage with kale at my supermarket. It was like Italian sweet with kale. Um, they had regular like Italian sweet, but that one was like 160 calories, 13 grams of protein. The one with kale was 110 calories, 12 grams of protein, and it had the kale, so the extra like vitamins and minerals that kale provides. So I got that. And I took this recipe from Gathered Nutrition, my favorite food blog. I think I've told you guys about it before. She has a spicy, like creamy pasta with sausage, chicken sausage or something. I'm forgetting the exact name, but it's on her, it's on Gathered, I think it's GatheredNutrition.com, something like that. Google search it and you'll find it pretty easily. But I like to take her recipes and kind of modify them to make them my own because I have my own palate. She has her own palate. I took the pro, I protein. Oh my god, I cannot speak. Protein pasta, the Barilla brand. So I took that for extra protein in my meal, and then cooked that. Whatever. Uh, cooked my sausage in a pan, and then I made the sauce. So I did a like one can, like those tiny little cans of no salt added tomato sauce added some salt and pepper, so I guess I could have just got the regular one, but whatever. Um, added some salt and pepper. I did whatever the serving amount was of heavy cream. I replaced with the extra thick oat milk. The brand is Silk. They sell it at my local grocery store, but it's the extra thick one. Also very good in your coffee, as a side note. But I used that instead of heavy cream, and then almond milk instead of regular milk. And I kind of just let that simmer for five minutes. It cooked in, sprinkled some red pepper flakes in, dropped in some peas just for some more protein and vegetable. Delicious. Phenomenal. So good. I think I'm going to buy chicken sausage and keep it in my freezer so I can always have some on hand because protein pasta and chicken sausage is, and whatever sauce is such an easy, like, make it when I don't have anything to eat on a Saturday, you know? So yeah, chicken sausage approved in my book, but that meal was so good. And I genuinely really do love the meals I make, which is why I don't have a problem eating them four nights in a row. I'm gonna be honest, when I come home from after vacation next week, I'm probably gonna make this recipe again for my next meal prep because it's that fucking good, yeah. Those are my highlights and lowlights for the week. I just realized though, I wanted to add this as a lowlight and I forgot. The Jeffrey Dahmer series just stopped working on my Netflix. I don't know if anybody else is having that problem. If you are, let me know. If you're not, also let me know so I can finish watching on your account. Um, I got to episode seven and it just won't play. It simply will not play. 
anymore. It like I can get it so maybe the sound will work, but there's no visual. And then if I try and exit out and go back in, there's just nothing at all. So I'm really disappointed because I wanted to see where it goes. I Google searched how he died because I did not know. And that part I really wanted to get to. But yeah, so I spoiled that for myself. But I was like invested in it and it just stopped working. So that was, <laughs> that was annoying. And I would put that, I would put that as a low light. I'll re- replace something I said, not the pants thing though because that's unfortunate, and put that in as a low light. But that's enough on my week. Let's get into the meat of this podcast here, what you actually came for. We're going to talk about travel for work this week. Very, very exciting. All right, all right, all right, as Matthew McConaughey would say. That was my my very poor Matthew McConaughey impression. Um, Anyway. There are times where an individual like myself must travel for work. I'm sure that if you're in a sales role or know somebody in a sales role, uh, travel can be pretty frequent. And that's where I see a lot of people fall off with their health um, and just kind of let things go, you know, because it's very easy to not work out when you're away, eat like crap when you're away. I told myself going into this role because I, I don't travel too, too much uh, because of COVID and whatnot, but I would have been if COVID wasn't a thing. So I told myself, okay, this is a role that you're going to have to do a lot of travel in. We need to lay out some ground rules. And I've been successful thus far, and I want to tell you guys kind of how I'm prepping for this work trip ahead. And the first thing I got to do is tell myself, all right, There needs to be a separation in my mind between a work trip and a vacation. A work trip I treat as another day in my life as if I were home. Vacation, all bets are off. Vacation's my time to chill out and enjoy my life. But I want to treat my work trips as if I were working at home or my office, like, you know what I mean, so I don't have an excuse to fall off track. All right, next, I definitely 100% bring my greens with me, and that is for a vacation or a work trip. I went to Nashville last year, 2021, yeah, with my mom, and I didn't bring my greens because I was like, you know what, this is a vacation, like, enjoy yourself, whatever. Long story short, I have come to the conclusion that I enjoy myself more when my day starts out with greens. Um, I'm just so used to taking in like nutrients in the morning and starting off my day by hydrating. And in Nashville, I was eating a lot of fried food, a lot of fatty foods. I felt whacked up in the stomach. I felt wonky. And I was like, oh man, I I wish I had my greens with me. Why didn't I, why didn't I bring them? So every vacation I've been on since, my greens come with me. It's really easy. They come in a tiny little plastic, whatever. It's like not a not liquid. So I could bring it in my carry-on or in my suitcase. I bring that, either a blender bottle or last time when I went to California, I actually just took a coffee cup and a stir and mixed it around. It's, it's that easy. So yeah, I like to start my days off with my greens and by hydrating, whether it's a work trip or a vacation, because my stomach feels better when I do that. And I have a good time 
when my stomach has a good time. All right, next I definitely 100% bring my greens with me and that is for a vacation or a work trip. I went to Nashville last year, 2021, yeah, with my mom. And I didn't bring my greens because I was like, you know what, this is a vacation, like enjoy yourself, whatever. Long story short, I have come to the conclusion that I enjoy myself more when my day starts out with greens. Um, I'm just so used to taking in like nutrients in the morning and starting off my day by hydrating. And in Nashville, I was eating a lot of fried food, a lot of fatty foods. I felt whacked up in the stomach. I felt wonky. And I was like, oh man, I, I wish I had my greens with me. Why didn't I, why didn't I bring them? So every vacation I've been on since, my greens come with me. It's really easy. They come in a tiny little plastic, whatever. It's like not a not liquid. So I could bring it in my carry-on or in my suitcase. I bring that, either a blender bottle or last time when I went to California, I actually just took a coffee cup and a stir and mixed it around. It's, it's that easy. So yeah, I like to start my days off with my greens and by hydrating, whether it's a work trip or vacation, because my stomach feels better when I do that. And I have a good time when my stomach has a good time. I think you're kind of starting to get the point by now. I want my days where I'm working elsewhere while, on, while traveling to mirror my days at home. You know, for me, this is work. I keep saying that, but I really want to drill it in. It's work. I'm going to treat it as a day at home. I want my routine to be as closely mirrored as it can at, at travel. That wasn't the word I was looking for. A while away. Yes, let's go with that. I want my daily routine to mirror my routine at home as closely as it can when I'm away. So I start off with like my same breakfast, my greens. I know that not every meal can be brought and accounted for or whatever, but that's on you to just make some healthy choices, you know. Um, I'll go to the gym when I'm done with work for the day. And then I'll, I'll do what I do, always do at night. Turn on some Netflix, wash up, relax in a big comfy bed, and get some sleep. So all in all, it's just doing little tiny things to mirror my life at home. You know, packing my vitamins with me is another one. Just being conscious and packing workout gear and sneakers. Normally I fly in sneakers anyway, so that's not a problem, but... Just being conscious to bring my everyday necessities with me. Like my health necessities with me. Modifying where I need to modify, but mirroring my life at home. Hopefully that makes sense. I want it to make sense. Um, but that's all, that's all the tips that I have for you guys. And hopefully you can write them down or re-listen to this podcast the next time you're planning for a work trip. Not a vacation, emphasize it one more time, a work trip, yes. I think you're kind of starting to get the point by now. I want my days where I'm working elsewhere while, on, while traveling to mirror my days at home, you know? For me, this is work, I keep saying that, but I really wanna drill it in. It's work, I'm gonna treat it as a day at home. I want my routine to be as closely mirrored as it can at, 
at travel. That wasn't the word I was looking for. A while away. Yes, let's go with that. I want my daily routine to mirror my routine at home as closely as it can when I'm away. So I start off with like my same breakfast, my greens. I know that not every meal can be brought and accounted for or whatever, but that's on you to just make some healthy choices, you know. Um, I'll go to the gym when I'm done with work for the day. And then I'll, I'll do what I do, always do at night. Turn on some Netflix, wash up, relax in a big comfy bed, and get some sleep. So all in all, it's just doing little tiny things to mirror my life at home. You know, packing my vitamins with me is another one. Just being conscious and packing workout gear and sneakers. Normally I fly in sneakers anyway, so that's not a problem, but just being conscious to bring my everyday necessities with me. Like my health necessities with me, modifying where I need to modify, but mirroring my life at home. Hopefully that makes sense. I want it to make sense. Um, but that's all, that's all the tips that I have for you guys, and hopefully you can write them down or re-listen to this podcast the next time you're planning for a work trip. Not a vacation. Emphasize it one more time. A work trip. Yes. Okay, let's move on to the question segment of this week's podcast. (laughs) The first question that I'm going to answer is, from my friend Jerry, actually, and I'm just seeing this now. He, she said, or he said, sorry, sorry, Jerry. Renera or Aegon? Um, and that's referring to House of the Dragon, if you haven't seen it. And I'm Renera all the way. I think that Aegon is so fucking annoying. Aegon's the one that's the second, like the middle brother, yeah. And then Aemon is the younger one. I think Aegon is such a piece of shit. I would, like... I would say he's comparable to Joffrey, but but nobody's Joffrey, you know? So simple answer, Rhaenyra all the way. Second silly question that I'm going to get out of the way, because these are cracking me up, is, oh my God, sorry, I'm just looking through these for the first time, and my friends really came at me this week. Okay, uh, second one is from my friend Amy, how can I get an NFL boyfriend? And... Um, if you have advice for Amy, please let me know and I will forward the message for her because I simply, like if I knew what to do, I would be at a different point in my life right now. So that's a silly question, Amy. All right, last ridiculous question. It's from my friend Alex. Do you even lift, bro? Yes. Okay. Now we're going to move on to some real questions. Uh This one is from Rachel, and it reads, how long was it from I want to make a change to now? Um, I started working out in 2017, so it has been five years now, and I think that says a lot. It just shows that like the change or making a change in your body really does take time. It takes time, continuous learning. I'm still learning as I go on. But short answer, it's been five years now. The next one is from Whitney. What settings do you do when you do the elliptical and for how long? Um, I don't do the elliptical. 
<laughs> so long story short, I don't use the elliptical. Cardio, type of cardio, like, isn't really that that important. I do cardio for two reasons. One, to burn some extra calories. Two, for my heart health. So I honestly prefer the bike to walk and the Stairmaster. The next one is from, I believe it's Keisha, either Kat or Keisha. And it reads, how many times per week do you train? I train five to six days a week. I typically go six, but my sixth day is more circuit-based and lightweight. So it's more endurance training rather than six days of weightlifting, if that makes sense. And I just realized that there actually was a, because I'm reading these as I go. I've not planned these beforehand. But there's a question from Louise saying, what do you do for cardio, if any cardio? So I kind of answered that back when I answered the question about the elliptical. The next question is from Adita, Aditya. Um, I'm sorry if I butchered your name, but I'm trying. And they ask, favorite book, question mark. Um, I said this earlier in the podcast. My favorite books have to be the Twilight books, Locked In. I'm very sorry. Um, and I know people are going to shit all over me for that, but I don't care. But other than that, oh God, I really can't pick a favorite. I've read so many phenomenal books. Just in the past year, I read 14 books in 2021 because I'm a psychopath. But if you want some good suggestions, I think I'm actually going to make a podcast episode just talking about books. Because I get that a lot from you guys, asking what I'm reading, what I've read. So I think I'm going to dedicate a whole podcast to talking about all the different types of books that I read. But just to throw some out really quick for you, uh, Two by Two by Nicholas Sparks is a great one. Um, Brain on Fire, that's a memoir. That's a great one. And The Wish by Nicholas Sparks, also a great one. And then there's this one by Jodi Picoult that I forget what it's called. Or there's two actually by her that are so like, just like awakening, like such a great, like they're, they make you realize a lot. They're very eye-opening. That's the term I'm looking for, eye-opening. So I'll get more into detail on that on a further episode. The last question reads, do you believe it's more rewarding to feel beautiful on the inside or the outside? And I'm going to go inside with that just because... If you like, it's very hard to feel beautiful on the outside when you don't feel beautiful on the inside, you know, like you need to take care of your self-confidence and the perception of yourself. Otherwise, like the physical attribute, like you won't even notice or appreciate your physical attributes. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. So that's all the questions that I'm going to answer For this week, please keep sending them. You could either write them in the review section, DM me them, um, or I put up a question box every Monday on my Instagram story that you can put them in there. Cool. All right, everyone. I'm here today with my longtime friend, Jonathan Lewis, but I don't think I've ever called you Jonathan before. I think I just said- I don't think anyone has, you know? That's my name. Only my mom calls me that, really. I feel like it's J. Lou or Jonathan. Like, there's no in between. 
don't know. I'm not going to you like you. John. No one calls me John. Well, Johnny. only like the guys call me John. Mm. Everyone else either calls me John and J. Lou or like. I just say J. Lou. But your contact in my phone is Jonathan Lewis. So <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, man. I got your whole government out there. I would say it, but I don't want people to know it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I haven't talked to you in a while. I feel like a lot has probably changed in your life since I saw you last. A lot has, honestly. I know. The last time I saw you was before before you went to South Dakota, I think, right? Because that was all last year. Yep. How was it over there? It was good. It was fun over there. It's uh, completely different from Jersey, I'll tell you that. It's like, just think of like the quietest town you can know of and just multiply it by the whole state. And that's still not like that quiet. You know, because Jersey, it's always some type of noise or anything. Especially, like, like at Rutgers. Yeah. <laughs> There's always some whack shit going on. Always. And there was literally more cows than people over there. That's what did you do? Just, That's like, play video games and play football? Mm-hmm, pretty much. Damn. Pretty make much it, video games, football. Yeah, but you know me, man. I make friends everywhere I go. I would just feel so out of my element in South Dakota. I mean, I was, but like that was the whole point of me doing that, like yeah. to get to get outside of my comfort zone, because like I was in Jersey my whole life, and like yeah. I pretty much was bred to go to Rutgers. So like, yeah, you were. <laughs> yeah, like everyone, like everyone, not everyone stayed in Jersey to go to like play for Rutgers, but like Rutgers, all my family like always talked about it and all that because that was the school around us and everything. Yeah, and are you the? You have so many siblings. You're the oldest boy, though, right? Yeah, I'm the oldest boy. Dang. Okay, so for, obviously, I know your whole life story, but for everyone listening, can you tell them, like, just, I guess, like, your deal? <laughs> your football deal? My deal? Yeah. My football deal? Oh, so I played football my whole life. Um, well, Like, my deal, like, family-wise, too, and everything? Uh, no, I mean, your football deal. It, you, I guess J. Lou has, like, eight siblings, Massive. Nah, I got six. I got six. Close got enough. Six. And you have like a nephew, right? Or that's why I had six. See, I got five siblings and one nephew. Okay, okay. Well, he's pretty much like my little brother. Yeah, so, that I remember. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I played football my whole life since I was, I want to say, turning six. Yeah, since I turned six uh-huh. until about three months ago. But like, it was fun, like played my whole life, uh, met new people, traveled around the world, um, got to like go to like top competitions and all that. Like, I don't like, you know me, I don't like to brag about I, what I yeah, do. But, but this is your chance to do it. You're kind of a, you're a big deal. Eh, I'm an okay deal. But, more than I could have done. <laughs> but yeah, like I, well, football allowed me to travel the world, allowed me to go to like schools that I never thought I would be able to go to like I didn't think I was going to go to college without football so yeah that's why I got to go to Rutgers I got to meet got a degree. yeah got the degree <laughs> um I got I went to like one of the like a private school around here mainly because football St. Peter's Prep um but like that taught me how to do a lot of stuff pretty much football like ter- taught me the determination and to g- gave me the drive I have today like even with this new, like, I'm working now, 
Like I'm not playing football anymore, you know, unfortunately. <laughs> we never know. Well, you never, never know. know. Maybe never know. maybe I'll get a call one day. And I'll probably be a little bit out of shape, but you know, nothing that Liz a little Liz way training <laughs> regiment can't help. <laughs> um um but yeah, I played played it until I couldn't. I got hurt a lot. Yeah, you um, did. <laughs> your your Achilles snapped. Yeah. Right? I tore my Achilles, yeah. Oh my, my god. Junior year of college. I remember oh. that. Yeah, it was a bad one. Did you see it but, come up? Nah, it wasn't it wasn't like low enough to a point where like it snapped up where I could oh, at least man. see the bulge. Oh, but I like that. Oh. It was still it was still like not like bulging, but like you could see the little lump. Ew. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. That was Achilles. I did a few things, shoulders. Foot um, or something, right? I think I met uh, I met you and you were in a boot. That's what I remember. Oh, yeah, man. I told you, I'm injury prone. I always was in a boot. Either it was my right one, and the next week would be my right, my, my left one. It's because like, you're like, you're, you're a big dude, aren't you? Yeah, like- I'm a big dude that uh, didn't really take care of his body when he was younger, so. True. But aren't, like, taller people, like, more prone to, like, lower body injuries? Oh, like, yeah. Especially, like, our knees and our ankles. Yeah, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Huh. Definitely are. But now I'm in a working world, you know, working yeah, for what do, you do? what do you do now? I don't even know. I work for a marketing firm that uh, huh. specializes in uh, the direct marketing, like working for nonprofits, getting the word out for these nonprofits and getting people to, people to sign up and um, help people out in extreme poverty or people that don't have access to water all over the world. You know, That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, man. Gotta give back, but gotta yeah. give back at full time, but make money, you know. Who would have so, thought we're both in marketing? Who would have thought, you know? I know. Look at that. Exactly. At that. Um, so I'm curious how your like like your your workouts have changed since you start or like how your life in like a health sense has changed since you stopped playing football in the past few months? I'm not going to lie. The workouts have changed. I don't work out every day anymore. Mm-hmm. Like how in football I worked out pretty much six you times a week. You worked out like two times every day during football. Yeah, like six times a week, two mm-hmm. times a day. And then like definitely not doing that anymore, you know? No. Hell no. But like since I still have my dog, we okay. just go out and runs in the morning. Yeah. Me and King, we go out, like, because I have to be at work at 8 o'clock, so I'm up at, like, 6 o'clock, 6.30, because I I have to take him out before. Yeah, yeah. So we go out for, like, a 10-minute run, because Aww. he's just going to be laying down all day, so he's, and he's, got, he's gotten chunkier since he, we moved <laughs> back to my mom's. Thick boy. <laughs> thick boy. Like, he is so thick now, so, like, I'm like, yeah. We Such a lover, though. Runs. Yeah. We had to start doing like little jogs in the morning to like at least wake me up because I got used to waking up in the morning and then just going right into lift or something. Yeah, yeah. So do that to like wake me up, and then I mean I work from like eight to six or eight to like seven sometimes, nice. and then after that, by the time I'm getting home, like I don't really go to the gym per se, but I still do like 
my little body work, uh, body weight exercise that we did during COVID and all that, like little quick band work exercise or like little uh, mountain climbers here and there just to like at least stay in some type of shape, you know? Yeah, well, bands like essentially do the same thing as weights do. You probably need really thick bands because you're probably really strong. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's it's like still resistance training at the end of the day. Exactly. And that's like, I don't really need to be big anymore. You know, I just need to be. Yeah. Where I, like I'm honestly, you would you would you would not recognize me. You thought you ever you see it like Chunky J. Lou and all that. No, no I, I've never I, seen Chunky J. Lou. Well, not Chunky J. Lou, but like J. Lou was thicker. And In like college? 200. Yeah. yeah like 200 Wait, are you like pounds. skinny now? Are you thin? I'm barely 200 pounds now. Wow! Really? Well, like two hundred five, and I'm trying to stay that, or at least get back up. You know. Well, you guys used to have to like, like. They used to force feed us all the time. Yeah, I was gonna say. I remember like you and Brendan, like Brendan, telling me stories how they you he had to chug like five Gatorade shakes like after right before either after practice because we we lost too much weight. Or we didn't come in at enough weight, so we have to get to that weight the day of by chugging like Gatorades or like eating a lot of food before lift. You know? No, I couldn't do. I could not do that. Hey man, we got iron stomachs around here, man. We didn't. Yeah, I guess so. Most of us did. Some of us did let it all out. You have an iron stomach. You have like the way you drink scares me too. (laughs) Hey man, honestly. I'm not even a drinker anymore, you know. Not a D1 athlete anymore. So, yeah, that's know what substance I'm using. That's true. Oh my god. Ew. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) it is true. You could do whatever you want now. You're. Hey man, we're we're not talking about anything illegal now. It's all legal in Jersey now. No, no, no. It's all legal. Yeah, nothing crazy. Nothing Um, too crazy. So this is like, is this the first time in your life that you're working out like? by yourself and like like you're not working out with um like with a team or like for a coach yeah like it's just yeah and it's it it, it fucking sucks i'm not gonna how do do you like how do you feel about it i don't know how y'all do this like i always had someone hyping me up all the time like when either was like a coach or like one of my lift partners like we always like oh you got this you got this but i'm in it like that's the reason why i don't go to the gym that much if i don't have a partner Okay. What about your buddies from home? No one. My buddies from home are um, nowhere as built as me. You know? Um, What about, what's his face? That um, that went to Dartmouth? Masaki? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Masaki. Masaki, he goes, he's like on and off. Like me and him work out sometimes. But like, he's more, he's still into like, well, he's still not in school, but like he's doing a lot of stuff for his grad program to finish yeah. it up and all that. So like, okay. he's focusing on that, you know. Yeah. I know, like everyone else got, you know, their other significant others, you know. Yeah, yeah, Damien. yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. Damien, I would, I would be like with Damien and all that lifting out, but Damien works like he pretty much work. He works in investment banking, so like mm. he doesn't have that much time to do anything, and then when he does. He has a girlfriend now, so like, damn, there's no more, there's no more hanging out with J. Lou. You know, it's cold out here. 
It is. It's getting real cold out here. It's winter time. I'm all like, you know, like all my boys just left me. Everybody getting like, yeah, yeah. That's welcome. how that's how it is growing up. Welcome, welcome home. I guess. That is it as cold as South Dakota, though. Yeah, honestly, I'm actually tight because it's not. You right now to. in South Dakota. Let me see. Let me see. I still got the weather weather app around there. In South Dakota right now, all right. In Jersey right now, it's 48 degrees. Yeah. In South Dakota right now, 72. What? The highest, it was the highest today. It was 85 in South Wait, Dakota. Wait, why? Why is it like that? Because it when it gets cold, it get cold. But when it's warm, it stays warm for a while. So like, but why is it so? Until, warm? it's not going to get it's not going to get cold until like, I say like a week or in like two weeks. That's when like uh-huh. all the cold air rushes over there. And then it get cold as fuck. Like negative negative fourteen is what. That's I, the, disgusting. The coldest I've been in. That's and disgusting. that shit hurts. Like that, the wind has to burn your face. Oh my god! Imagine having to walk your dog. Uh I had to walk. Your dog probably didn't even want to go outside. Yeah, King King asked. There was one night. It was so windy. King King was so excited to go outside. Like he needed to go so bad. And I was like, all right, brother. I opened up the door. Our front door swung open. I was like, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be for me tonight. I stood next to the door and I was like, all right, go ahead, King. Go do what you got to do. Like, I watched him run to the, run to the, like, corner, pee a little. And then he usually, like, goes for, like, at least, like, 30 seconds. You know, like, the first time he's out, he's going for a while. Yeah. Nah, my man said, nah, fuck it. I went right back inside. I was like, all right, bro. I had to go put socks on him. I had to go put like a pant, like pants on him and everything. Poor guy. For him just to like be outside for like five minutes to use the bathroom. Yeah, that's actually horrible. And yeah. Yeah, it makes me like but not other than that, complain about South Dakota, South Dakota was actually like fun. Like beat the people there, they made it fun. Like they're my friends nicer. are oh yeah, hundred percent nicer. Like you walking down the street and they're automatically saying hi to you. Like Jersey walking down the street. Don't say hi to anyone. Exactly. Don't say hi to anyone. You don't say hi to no one. I look at my phone and pretend like I don't see anyone. That's what I was saying. I was literally like the first time I got there and I was like, I was walking past people and it was like, Hi, how you doing? Like, I hope you're having a great day. And I was like, What the fuck is this? Like, who the fuck are you talking to me? Like, who the fuck are you talking to? Like, I literally like would look around like Oh, they actually talking to me. Yeah. And then I'll be like, oh, how you doing? Like, cause you know me, I'm a friendly person back, but like yeah, yeah. Out out front, I'm not going up and talking to you. But then as like I've I spent the whole year there. So right. like I like I eventually became more friendlier. Like when I got here, even even when I got back here, I was still more friendly, like saying what's up to people on the street, yeah. and, like even if I didn't know them. That's crazy. If somebody came up to like somebody just passed me on a street like a guy and was like, Hey, how you doing? I would automatically be like, ew, like I would take it in like a way. Hey man, you know what? You know what? Hey man, if you ever hear this, people got it for me. Not well, they ain't really get it for me, but I'm starting to go around to people and be like, oh, you dropped something. And then be like, what you what if like, oh, oh, you smile. And then they just have Aww, a nice cute. day going about their day, you know? That is cute. I like that. But it, it's cute, but also like it is, you know, it's a cute way of fucking with people. Yeah, that too. That too. Damn. Okay. What else? I feel like I have a lot of things. <laughs> Made you think of it like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a lot of things I wanted to ask you. Now I'm blanking. Um, and that's why we write things down. 
Yeah, I know. I probably should do that. I have the dog here that's dying to come up. Um, Hola. Yeah, I would show I would show you King, but you know, like King doesn't even like me anymore when he's what? at my mom's. What? Oh, because everybody else is there. No, he likes my mom the most. Okay. Well, there we go. Yeah. So, um, I guess I I should ask why did you you were were you eligible for like another year or no? I only got two years left. Two years left after last year, like after this past, In, including this year and next year, is okay. technically this how many years I have left. So why would you call it quits? Uh, broke college kid, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, at Rutgers, at Rutgers, we was I was on scholarship at South Dakota. Mm-hmm. I was on scholarship too, but like the Rutgers cost of attendance, like I mean the cost of living. In New Jersey is way higher than cost of living yeah. in South Dakota. Yeah. So like we were getting our checks reflected that in Jersey, like we was getting a lot of money and something that we can like have sustainability with on like and I I was you know, I had a bougie taste, you know, I was yeah. had all the subscriptions, you know, had all my TV subscriptions and video like, games. I like video games exactly and i like you know i love eating soup i was eating sushi like two three times a week getting like spending easy like four or five rolls every time and then like you know how expensive sushi is nowadays yeah yeah you know? it is. so like i had expensive taste in Rutgers, but when i got to south dakota we wasn't getting as much money and like it got to a point where like i'm like bro i, I don't have enough money to pay for rent and to get food because at Rutgers they were pay- they were paying us and we were getting like lunch and dinner and breakfast right you know? right but at South Dakota they were paying us and like we weren't getting lunch dinner or breakfast we would get that on like travel days and that's it okay yeah I remember you yeah. guys used to get like they would feed you breakfast that's exactly they feed us all the time like literally force feed us because like at every second of the day there was food around us yeah like um, we never well, really had to worry about eating and you didn't your schedule was so like tight and packed at least at Rutgers that like being a D1 athlete and having a job is like not an option yeah not an option at, at, and then that's the same thing with South Dakota like it wasn't as packed and as demanding but still being an athlete and having a job was not it because like I just tried getting a job there like I tried working at like um Casey's like that's a um that's like their version of Wawa. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I was trying to, I was working, I was trying to work there. Yeah. And then like, I'm over there missing shifts because I can't, I couldn't go to like certain shifts because I had lift or like, I would have to leave work early and then not get as much money because I had to go to like meetings or something. Yeah. You know, but like I was missing out and then I was like, all right, man, like, fuck it. And plus, who the fuck, you know, I did, I did my four years, you know, I did my four years time. I know a grad school, like grad school is great and all, but like, it just wasn't for me at the time. Like after football, I went there for football mainly. Yeah. Yeah. And then after the season was ending and then I was still doing grad school, I was like, you know, like, why am I still doing this? You know? Cause like, I don't even have enough money to like actually live the way I want to live, especially mm-hmm. here without working. And if, if I'm going to work, I might as well just actually work, Do it. you know? And you're so, young, too. Like, you spent – you, like, definitely went out and, like, had fun in college, but not 
to the extent that like a non-athlete could have. Exactly. So it's got to be, I mean, you were home this whole summer, right? Yeah. Did you do anything fun? Did you come down the shore at all? I, I never yeah. saw you down the shore. Yeah, I'm not really a, a daytime shore person. I no, was definitely during the day. Oh, yeah. I didn't go to par- bars or anything either. You know, I was real. I felt real down on myself for oh. like, not completing my journey of football, you know? Yeah. Of getting to the NFL. But like. I still think there's hope for you. You're literally built to play. I mean, yeah, there still is hope. But like, I'm kind of feeling a little complacent of where I'm at now. Like, cause like I'm making good money, what I'm doing and my body's not hurting. You know? And like you said, without football, you probably like, you didn't really see yourself going to college and a degree is like pretty good despite everything else. Exactly. Oh, you got a degree. Now you got a job. Um, Got my my job making money. I got my dog. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're also like what I was going to say is you're young. So it's going to be nice for you like this first year while you're home. Because that's what I experienced last year. Just like, first of all, everyone else is growing up too. So it's like everyone's kind of getting out of that college mindset. And you can like experience life the way you want. Getting out of that college mindset fucking is lovely. Because like now that I feel like, I mean. I mean, I'm a grown-ass man. I've been a grown-ass man for years, you know, but (laughs) but at the same time, like, now, like, I feel well, once I actually move out of my mom's crib, because, you know, I've been on my own. Hey, man. We all are. Most of us are. Most of us are, but hey, once I get that place, I'm going to get it, probably get a studio or something in Jersey City and live it up. Live it up. There you go. Yeah, I have no reason to move over there, but everybody else is. So at least I have like places to stay. True. Is your job closer to your house? Uh, I work in Bridgewater. So if I were to move to like Jersey City or Hoboken, it would be like yeah, the same distance, but more expensive tolls. So it like there would just be no reason for me to like pay rent to go the same distance to work when I could like just live at my mom's. That's a fact. Yeah. I'm not in a rush, really. I mean, as much as it'd be nice. Well, same same thing here. Like, I just got back to my mom's and, like, even though I don't pay rent per se, I do still pay for, like, my car and everything. Right. So I still got bills and everything. But, like, I've, I'm glad I no rent or anything for right now. I'll just save as much money as I can and, like, actually get a place that I actually like instead of just having to bust my ass every week for money yeah plus like i went to hoboken a few weeks ago or like a month ago and i was walking around i was going to someone's apart like one of our my friends from school's apartment and i it hit me that like all the buildings in hoboken are like so old and so like you're paying so much for like so little and i was like this is literally the grown-up new brunswick hoboken is really like they really be jipping people like even though the place some of the places are like some of the hotels, I give it to them. They're really like not hotels, but like apartment uh, complexes are really the nice and shit. Ones. Like the new ones, but the old ones, some people are paying like two thousand dollars for a little ass closet. I know, I know, I, I can't know. do that. I especially paid- in New York. 
people that li- go to New York, I don't, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to knock New York living. It is kind of fun sometimes, but I'll never live there. And I'll never live there mainly because you're literally paying for like 600, like, I don't know, 600 square feet, probably 600 square feet of a kitchen, bathroom, living room, bedroom, all in one. And it literally just one little room for like $3,000. Somebody that I know had like their first apartment in New York. They couldn't have an oven because the kitchen wasn't big enough for an oven door to come out. The dog is going crazy behind me right now. Wow. You reckon like you reckon like the dog doesn't have a name? Chloe. Her name is Chloe and she's playing with my gym shorts right now. Mm. Yeah. Remember, um, it just reminded me of my closet that I paid five hundred dollars for, or my dad paid five hundred dollars <laughs> for in sophomore okay, but year. Five hundred dollars, like, like that's understandable, you know? Yeah. But people really be living in a room this the size of that same size yes for like two thousand dollars i lived for everyone listening i lived in a literal closet turned bedroom for two years that shit that shit was funny as hell liz way living in a closet i still get that memory every year it looks so bad in it (laughs) so bad i think you were you're like taller than the width of my room probably like the width of my room went bed to bed, touched each wall. It was so bad. So bad. But, yeah, I'm on the same page. Living at home. Chilling. Working out. Chilling while your brother's living his life in Ruck- at Rutgers. Yeah, he is. How? This is last year or he has one, one more? This is last year. Damn, we're old. Right? I feel like he just started, but then like COVID happened and yeah, COVID. Damn. Right. Twenty twenty was like our this fall of our senior year was two years ago. Oh shit! Right? Isn't that weird? Well, we've been gone for that long. Yeah. My, it doesn't even seem like for that long. But hey, fuck it. I ain't looking back. No, it was it was fun. Well, back to what we were saying about getting out of the college lifestyle. It was fun while it lasted, but I'm so okay with just chilling on a Friday night now and not feeling like always pressured to go out and just having mm-hmm. time to chill. Yeah, that's the difference. I mean, uh, I was pressured to go out most of the time, you know. I feel like I pressured you a lot to go out. Everyone did, you know. I, <laughs> I stayed in the house. I know. If it was up to me, I would be in the house. But, you know. But all like your friends did too. Yeah, but everyone wants the life of the party there, so I had to go. (laughs) Yeah, you were pretty fun. No? Yeah. Because no matter what, I have that, even with my job, like, I I do a lot of football references in my job. And not like just like football, but like my college and stuff. Like, I literally tell, like, no matter what you do, like, we just have fun. And like, everyone that, is around me like when we're doing our sales and everything like we're having fun and shit like we're not just like angry and all like angry with life and shit we're like enjoying our day because if i'm not having fun like y'all ain't gonna see me no more no no yeah so you like your job then yeah yeah my job is fun everyone's like like around the same age and everyone yeah it makes it so much better i were i have like a group of friends at work because there's like a whole range of ages that work at my company but 
I have my group of friends and they make it fun. I like get excited to see them. Otherwise, I'd I'd probably be pretty, pretty miserable going into the office. <laughs> I see, that's a, that's the that's the difference between us. Mine, my boss is twenty eight years old. Wow. Yeah, twenty eight making twenty eight sounds like we're gonna be twenty eight before you know it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like we're we're not even that. Like before twenty eight, like damn, we old. Yeah. Like we're getting close to that. Yeah, it's pretty. Sometimes I think about it; it's kind of scary. Hey, shit's gonna happen, man. It's gonna happen eventually. Yeah. Avoid it. But hey, I want to be twenty-eight, making half a million too. So yeah, that's so true. He he did something right. Mm-hmm. That's pretty inspiring. That's what I'm saying. It's pretty inspiring, and he started in the same thing I was doing, like the same exact shoes, because everyone in the company comes in as an entry level, and then have to work their way up to yeah. where they. That's what I looked for when I like chose my job too. Was like I wanted a job that I knew that I was going to be able to, like there was like a ladder to climb, mm-hmm. not that I was going to be stuck in like an yeah. like, entry or like above just above entry level position with not like a chance to actually, yeah, with no mobility or anything. Like, nah, I got my job is like, I mean, I played football, so like when I got there, I just use the same thing I did with football, like the determination to actually do better and pretty much do better than the people around me, yeah. you know, pretty yeah. much so, but I make everything, everything at the competition. And that's what got me to get promoted in my first week. Wow. Good for you. Yeah, man. That's pretty sick. That's pretty sick. And now I'm in charge of interviews, man. So if y'all, if you got anybody that you want to send my way, just let you let me know, man. <laughs> This is a plug to go work with JLo now. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Were you like a like a goofball at football practice at Rutgers? Yeah. What? I'm a I don't know. I feel longer. like I feel like everything you guys said, like your coaches were like scary. I wouldn't I'd be scared to like mean, laugh. Still, even if they're scary, bro, they're humans. They're gonna we we make a joke, maybe they'd be laughing at it too. That's you true. know? They hear it, they be like they could be mad all they want, but they hear a funny joke, they're going to laugh. I'm not. Ain't no way that you, like, if you're not human, that's the only way you're not laughing. True. What were your workouts like? I know you guys used to have lift and then practice. That's all I know. Oh, uh, yeah. So. What were your, like, on, lifts like? I'm curious. Depending on who was the coach at the time. So, like, my first three years of lifts. And it was, like, lifts that's, like, team run sometimes so like oh, our oh, lifts yeah, would be like an hour to hour and 45 minutes yeah depending on what we gotta do that day like if we have a pull day or we got a push day um if we got like legs or like what are we trying to do shoulders and back or like we're trying to work buys buys well we work buys and tries every day pretty much like that's a little circuit that we did at the end of every day and then sometimes it'll be focused on like the shoulders and the back depending on what we want to do a push day or a pull day um and then like it was always tied in with some type of lower body with whether it would be like doing a machine or like manual like lower body exercises wow and it Um, was like did you practice or did you lift with like like, 
Um, I want to say this about sounding really stupid and uneducated about football, but like the different te- like teams have different types of pre- like lifts, like offensive I mean, line. So like were they doing yeah. different things? So certain certain things they would do it differently. They would pretty much do like the same lift. It will be just like a different movement oh. that will work. It will work better with what they're doing, like translating over to their position. Yeah. Better than like when I I was a quarterback, so like most things that dealt dealt with our shoulder, yeah, like moving our shoulders in, in weird places like snatches. We didn't do snatches that much. Like during the summer, we did snatches, but like when it came to the season, it was no snatches going on. Like we didn't want to do anything that irked with our shoulders. But the linemen and everyone else pretty much did it. Right. I feel like. Um, with- quarterback like correct me if i'm wrong but my assumption would be that like you would need to do or or, like mobility work yeah that's what i would assume just from watching and like yeah it's a lot it's a lot of mobility work but like we still did the same lifts as the rest of us because like even though the quarterbacks like are the most like daintiest people (laughs) say but like well well, we lift too i was one of the strongest people on our on our team I bet gigantic. Like I was one of the strongest non-linemen on our team. Right. How do you You feel about um, Rutgers' quarterback situation right now? Have you been keeping up? I've been watching. Yeah, I always keep up with my boys, man. Like, yeah, yeah. There's, there's still, still a few from your class. Yeah, there's still a few from our class. I see Um, Ronnie out there sometimes. Yeah, I see Ronnie, Shameen running out there, Parker. Parker's still there, yeah. <sighs> Shit, I don't, I don't know who else. I they're like the last ones, really. Yeah, from our class. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I still, I still pay attention to, like, what's going on. I've been seeing like, um, they've been starting my boy Evan for the last two games, and he's been, he's been putting up some numbers, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, Noah, Noah's always gonna be my boy, you know. Noah and Evan, they're always gonna be my boys. I was there since since Noah got there and Evan got there. Yeah. Um but like it's just so like three quarterbacks played and how many games have we played so far? Four? We've played four games, five. But we played four games and we're uh three and three and two. Yeah, five games because we yeah, just lost. Five yeah. games and there's been three quarterbacks in yeah three different quarterbacks but like in the first two games they were rotating between Noah and um and uh Gavin and like I mean they were winning Noah Gavin and Johnny they were winning but like you can't keep doing that for the rest of the year that's why like Evan's right. doing a lot better because Evan's been biding his time and then watching everything you know yeah I was but, like that's pretty much the first two games being a good quarterback is yeah, I was confused when I watched the first two games. Cause yeah. I was like, "That's probably not normal." That they keep like it was like every play you didn't know. Who. Yeah, it's it's not usually ideal. Yeah, huh? Yeah, it's it's usually not the ideal thing to do. Yeah, I've been but never- like it works out in some situations. Like, um, when I was in South Dakota, when I was in South Dakota, me and um Carson Carson Camp. He was a starting quarterback, but, like, he was a starting quarterback before I got there, like, a year before I got there. So, I didn't really have that much 
of a say in it yeah. when I got there really late. But like we were rotating throughout the whole year, like he will be in for like first or second down. And then when it came down to like the crunch time and getting like the actual yards, we need to get out going for like third down or like convert something like fourth right. down. But like he was a starter, so he'll go in. So like that's pretty much the same thing that Rutgers were doing. Like Noah will come in first or second down. And then Gavin will come in third down to like, um, to convert or like just to give him get his foot in there. But like, Gavin's also still young, and Noah Noah is a good quarterback. He's just not as consistent as they would hope, you know. Like, but like at the same time, it's a lot of of like stress, not stress, but like. They put a lot on a quarterback's shoulders here because, like, if you're playing two quarterbacks at once, you're really just saying, oh, we're not comfortable with you 100%, right. you know? Right. So, like, yeah. giving – without giving them the 100% go, like, oh, yeah, this is your team. No one's really that confident. But with Evan coming through and then shining, getting, like, passing for, like, 300 yards each time, I'm pretty sure he's showing that, like, even though they haven't won, they didn't win that game, he's showing that, like, oh, he can play like he can play against these big teams and that he can sh- pretty much get them to where they need to be in a few years because he's, he's a f- pretty much technically a freshman. Yeah. Yeah. He's young. I think like without knowing obviously as much as you do and having the firsthand experience, I think that we're like, you give Shiano like a couple years, five, five to 10 years and team will be pretty, oh, yeah. pretty Honestly, back, like, like, back to what it used to be. Did you like him? Exactly. As- like, oh, yeah. Shiano, I say this. He is New Jersey. Like, yeah, you know how New vibe. Jersey people, like, you know how New Jersey people are just, like, crazy, especially, like, the Italians. Like, they are, like, you always see some, like, crazy Italian or something, you know? That's the, that's who Shiano is. And, like, that's someone that you want to, like, play for. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I want even when he came there, I wanted to play for him. Even when he said, "Oh, we're not gonna give you your back your fifth like for your fifth year," I was like, "Damn, man, I really wanted to play for you." But like, hey, man, you're still a great coach. Like, I'm glad I was around you for however long I was. But like, ain't no hard feelings for me, you know? Yeah, I feel like it makes a difference, like the way that a team, um, not necessarily plays, but like the way that it team just is like if they respect their coach or not like even growing up playing like high school sports and stuff like I've had a few coaches that I hated and it just made me want to like not perform honestly that that's the biggest thing about sports in general like when I first got to Rutgers all that shit like football football had to be used to be fun you know yeah a good coach will ruin the sport for you without a doubt like fucking like when I got there and then they were on my ass about everything and I'm like yeah like are we playing football or are we like babysitting right now well like, you see how that turned out so exactly <laughs> yeah um one last thing I want to bring up because I just remembered this that you got to like practice with Eli one day right Eli Manning mm-hmm. yeah. oh, was he like the nicest person ever yeah like he's he's super nice like he was real like he was showing me like all the all those new things that they do in the league and all that, like that could separate my game and everything. Like, 
and not just about like football. Like he was just giving me advice about life in general. Like he was like it's, such a good guy. Like yeah, like, it it was it was coming off about it was coming off as football like terminology, but he was making it. He was just giving it like the terminologies to where I can understand what he's talking about. Right, that's really cool. And, he seems like a giant meep. Like he just seems so meep. <laughs> He he's like honestly, him and his brother got the biggest foreheads. Yeah, I think Peyton's is a little bigger. A little bigger. Yeah, they got, they got some big ass noggins for yeah. big ass big ass brains, you know. Yeah, Fucking they do that. Uh, the football. They do that show now. I yeah, when when, it, when uh they break down the plays while the game's going on. Yeah, they'll shit. like they like commentate. But I forget mm-hmm. what it's called. It's like Manning something, like the Manning Corner or something. You ever so, seen that picture of Eli with the bucket on a on the beach? Yeah. <laughs> picture. Every time I like. Wait, see... aren't you a Giants fan? Yeah. Ew. You don't, aren't you like not a fan of any? You you told me once that you don't have a favorite football team because you just enjoy the sport. Uh oh, that was. That's uh, what you that, said to me. Was, I definitely, I definitely did bullshit you. I do have a favorite football team. What? The charges. I believe <laughs> what? I never knew this. I think I asked you one time because I was like, "Who's your favorite football team?" And you're like, "I don't have one. I just like to watch the game." And I was like, "Oh, okay." I like the charges. Yeah, I definitely was bullshitting at you at that time. Yeah, the charges, man. Been Why a charges the charges LT. Why? Why the Chargers? I'm curious. Ladanian Tomlinson is the best running back to ever live. You know, I'm. Excuse my French to all people that love like Emmett Till and everyone else. Um, but LT in my eyes, that man is the reason why I play football. Oh, you know, I saw him, I saw him play, I saw him wear those powder blue jerseys when I was younger, and I saw him torch the Jets. And that's my dad's favorite team. That's the reason why I was watching it because he was playing against the Jets, and my dad was watching it. And them Chargers torched the Jets. And he had like three touchdowns, and I was like, "Yo, he is different," and that made me want to play football. Wow, that was actually a really good answer. I don't know. Yeah. I'm a Giants fan because my mom was a Giants fan. <laughs> so like- nobody on this, nobody like this. Rare that you see a a Chargers fan over here. Uh, like- you're actually the only Chargers fan I know. I think exactly. The other day, my yesterday, my friend Mary, her boyfriend's like from South Jersey. So I was like, oh, what are you Philly? Or are you an Eagles fan? He's like, no, I'm a Redskins fan. I was like, I've never heard of a Redskins fan in this. Tony. Oh, really? Yeah, but she's not from here. Yeah, she isn't. She's from Maryland. So she's like that's Maryland. it. Yeah, like it's you can see why, but I don't understand why Redskins over the Ravens, but Yeah, I I I figured she'd be a Ravens fan too. Uh, I didn't know she was a Redskins fan. Hey man, it's technically not the Redskins anymore. Get it correct, man. Yeah, wait, the, what are they called now? The Commanders. Oh, sorry. The Washington Commanders. I know a Redskins was a way better nickname, but like, you know, everyone has to be politically correct nowadays. Yeah, I guess so. The Washington Commanders. I did know that. Whatever. <laughs> if you think about it, there's a lot of them that are like that could be changed, but a lot, of, yeah, a lot of the teams are changing their names, like, but you got to find a name like the Washington was a Washington football team for like a whole year before they found their name. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, that's stupid. Well, the Giants are the Giants, so. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that, I think. Nothing wrong with it. 
Yeah. Cool. Until somebody finds something wrong with it, you know? Yeah, I know. I just said that. Now somebody's going to listen to this and be like, actually, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. They're going to be like, oh, Liz Way said there's nothing wrong with it. So there's definitely something wrong with it. Canceled. <laughs> Canceled. <laughs> well, I took up a lot of your time. I could probably talk to you for hours because I haven't seen you in a while. But thanks for coming on. No problem, man. No, don't be a stranger, man. You know, I won't. I have your whole government in my phone, so you could definitely can't be a stranger. Do you actually? Yes, I put your literally remember oh, the yeah. first time <laughs> that we I got your number. I literally put your whole government in there. I forgot. Yeah, you have you do have my info. Okay. Yeah, you just track me down. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining. No problem, man. Before we wrap up this podcast, I need to give you my song suggestion of the week. As promised, as I've done the past two weeks, I want to hit as many genres, like different types of music as possible. So we are going to switch into the EDM space this week. And my song suggestion is Wow, the mixed version by Tiesto. So do with that as you please. That wraps up today's episode of Confessions of a Gym Rat. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode and follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Lips the Hair.